you're watching Forget Being Cool. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Welcome to Listening In, the place where music checks in. Josh Weinberg. Yes, Dave? I listened to an album that you told me to this week. and As you usually do. I needed two weeks to process what I listened to, and I don't know why. Uh, Probably because it's one of the best albums I've ever heard. I actually think this is up there in some of my favorites of the stuff you picked, Josh. You were right. I like it a lot. You know, I usually am. Always. Josh is always right. You guys hear this? I'm not always right. I want that stricken from the record. Uh, At the time of recording this episode, it has been particularly rainy and miserable outside, which is appropriate given the mood and context of the album we're covering today. So if you're using this episode as a jumping on point, welcome to Listening In, where music checks in. Let me tell you something about that, that rainy experience, Josh. Today was the last time I got to listen to it because I always try to listen to it on Saturdays or or Fridays before we record, right? Mm-hmm. And I went to work today and I walked for my two and a half mile to walk to work, just when I usually listen. Just rain coming down on me. You know, it's just cold. My umbrella's broken. I don't feel like buying a new one. So I was just in the, the cold, walking straight through this. It's something about her voice and this album just put me in like a weird state of mind. And I know, right? I did not enjoy this. I did not enjoy this album nearly as much as the time I listened to it today. So tell me about it, Josh, because you picked it as people already read the title. Yeah, they know what they're getting in for. Ladies and gentlemen, what we have on our hands today is not only one of the best albums of the 1990s, but one of the progenitor, if you'll allow me to make that a word, of progenitors of a little genre called trip-hop. On this episode of Listening In, we are covering the 1994 debut album from the UK trip-hop electronica trio Portishead, Dummy. What you said before about this album being the perfect kind of mood for a rainy day and just when it's gloomy out and you just want to contemplate things and your life in general— this is a perfect soundtrack for that. It's dark. It, like I said, it's gloomy. This, the guitars on this album are like a noir James Bond for Gen Xers. Essentially, it's got that like, that that sense of dread, that longing, that yearning. But it's just very creepy. Like there's stuff lurking around every corner here. This album, I, I did actually find myself looking around often while listening to this like is everything okay um this album is the perfect wind down to what was our last two weeks which was the the punky rock hard metal rock kind of like i'm angsty and i'm a teenager kind of feel right like i have these yeah feelings. this is the real life sucks music this well, is of the time and this is the wind down like this is like once you've gone through your heavy metal, like I gotta let it out kind of feel, you know. Like this is what you listen to to like put you back in the zone, let you let you wind down, let you think, let you experience life for what it is. 
is creepy. Her voice is hypnotic. Like I will say this. I think Beth Gibbons is one of the most underrated front women in music. Her voice completely. on this album is haunting, but it conveys so much emotion. And especially on songs like Mr. Ron's, it could be sweet. Uh, one of the lead singles from this album, Sour Times. There's a, almost at every single point on here, she conveys so much in such a small amount of space on here. But that's also a credit to the production on here. All three members helped out with production, but especially, especially the work that Jeff Barrow has done with, you know, incorporating there's some hip hop elements in there with some turntable scratching, some programming, the use of drums, especially with uh, guitarist Adrian Utley. His guitar feels like a James Bond theme, but the one of the a morose James Bond theme because it's got that reverb on there, and it's just mm, it hits you right in the zone. It's not. I a, can't come up with a better word for it, but it's all there. You're right. It's not even just her voice. Like it, her voice is in that hypnotic way, but. The instrumentation, the way that every bit of the beat is, it's it's sucking you in with, it's just catchy enough to feel like you understand what you're listening to. Like you are in the rhythm. You are with, you are part of this music as you listen to it. Josh, I want, I want you to take a guess. What do you think my favorite track on this album is? You know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I... I... I think I'm going to guess it's either Mr. Ons or Wandering Star. You would be wrong. It is the the last track on the album, Glory Box. Glory Box is, is so, so good. It's And it ends with that, that nice, you got that guitar in there. You got the Isaac Hayes sample on there. And, and that's another thing. The sample work on this album is extremely exquisite because there's they take them from like Johnny Ray, the aforementioned Isaac Hayes, a Weather Report song. A yeah. war song, they all may make it flow really well with their with their instrumentation, and I think especially with Glory Box, it's it, it keeps that sort of dour feeling. And what I meant to say earlier, this also really does feel like a like a sort of spy movie as well. I mean, considering they actually made a short film just before the album came out, To Kill a Dead Man, where you you watch that and then you listen to this album. And you could also see that this is sort of like an unofficial soundtrack for that short film because a lot of it fits. So if you're able to find a, a copy of To Kill a Dead Man, I'd recommend taking a look at it. Josh, all, all I can say is thank you for giving me this. I added Glory Box to my playlist, my master playlist on the Dave page over ForgetBeingCool.com. If the theremin on the opening track, Mr. Ons, does not get you or the little what I think are like either a bells or like I imagine some sort of phone ringing sample on sour times which does still get a decent bit of airplay on uh, my local indie music station up here at least the last time i heard it if if this doesn't get you i don't know what headspace if you're, you're into in. stuff like apex twin massive attack some bjork if, if you're in if you want to get and even gorillas because i see dummy having a direct effect on acts like gorillas and some of the more electronic infused acts and i definitely see them as and this may seem like a weird comparison i see them as the churches of the 1990s but obviously in a different sense because what churches was more mixing edm 
and more the synth stuff with the vocals and the production. This is more like if they were re- trying to reboot James Bond for the Gen X crowd and the people that would soon be into the Matrix a couple of years later. If you want to get into any electronic music from around this mid mid 90s period, pick this album up, especially if you can find a copy of that awesome blue vinyl for the 20th anniversary reissue from like five years ago. I have a copy. It sounds amazing. Wait, do you have this on vinyl? I do. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. If you added, you add just the, and I don't know what you're playing this on, but if you were to add that, that warmth feeling, to this that vinyl has, that would be something completely different than just wandering out in the rain with my AirPods. <laughs> I know, but that that's the cool thing about an album like this. I mean, that mood. The mood of albums like Dummy, and I think another really good example is Timber Tambor's Creep On, Creepin' On, which I may or may not bring up in a future episode. Though Those are sorts of albums where I like letting that sort of misery kind of wash over me. And especially with with this vinyl, that really allows me to sink into the music a lot more. And If, you, if you've seen the movie Inside Out, you know that it's okay to be sad, and sadness is an important part of everybody's personality, right? Yeah, Some, it's okay to embrace that, that kind of misery at times. Sometimes you need this feel, and, to, and I think this is something about music, is if you let that... If you just say, "Here's what I'm gonna do today. I need I need to be sad. It's okay to need to be sad, right? Take dummy, just give it a listen, and that's all the time you give for sadness, right? This will soothe that feeling that you need that that the feelings you need to let out, the feelings that you need to let go through your head. This is that album, and it's important, I think. And it, it, if people listen to this show right and they've they've listened to every episode of listening in so far because they're listening to it on the master feed right this is one that i say absolutely put this in your ears you don't have to listen to the whole thing just give it its time it needs i don't think there's a bad track on this album i seriously don't even think there's a, a single song i would say don't listen to it because that's why this took me two weeks to get through, Josh, because I listened to it. And I was like, did I just like everything that I just listened to? Like, I need to go through this and parse out each track one by one and determine if there's something in here with a flaw. And I don't have one. For what this is and what it's trying to be, it is perfect. It is the I don't believe I, – I, I do believe that Dave has said something is perfect – it is the Never epitome thought I heard of those this words album. Come out and, of his mouth. Now, perfect is not what my band teacher used to say, Josh. Which is perfect practice makes perfect. It's the worst saying ever. Get out of here, Mister Greeble. Um, you're the worst band teacher I ever had. That's why I don't play music that, myself. That's an aside. <laughs> but the fact that this album has done what it did, it managed to win the 1995 Mercury Prize, which at that time the competition was pretty stiff. It had stuff like Max and Quai from Tricky. Oasis's debut album and to bring you my love by PJ Harvey and it beat all of them. We talk we and talk about this is a, this is 25 years ago when you know this was just as grunge started to go off go away and indie music and there were a whole bunch more diverse genres that were starting to find their sound. We we've talked about this idea a lot here Josh which is that, like some of the albums that I pick in particular like 
this sounds like they went out to go make this kind of album and they made it and it's just kind of mediocre for that. They went out to make this album and they succeeded, right? They took what they were trying to make and made something that met that mold and what they were going for perfectly. Perfect is not like there's not a single thing wrong with this. It, it's this is what it is. And this is the epitome of that idea. And this sounds unlike anything of that time or oh, yeah. many things since. I, I feel like a lot of people now, a lot of stuff in this genre today, try to meet this bar. And I don't think they do, which is funny that this bar was set before this genre really took off. Right. Like this it is, was a pretty short-lived genre for the time, but I do feel that the yeah, roots is, of what trip hop was, you can find it in many things that are around today. It is not, you know, it's not it is not classic rock. It is not hip hop. It is not something that hit the mainstream like a lot of the music that you hear, you know, on the radio. This is not country. This is a genre that is underutilized and it is beautiful. This is the epitome of this genre. Go give Dummy a listen. And if you happen to be in Canada or can find a Canadian copy of this on CD, the bonus track on there, Sour Sour Times, which I think sounds like it's just a remix of Sour Times, but I came across a CD copy at, a lo- at my local Value Village a few years ago, and I figured, might as well, it's got the extra track. And, and picking this up in any form is a smart idea. Josh, thanks for giving me a new album to listen to. Thanks for checking in with us to our listeners. Hey, hey, I'm glad you weren't a dummy about it. I knew that was coming. Unquota fulfilled. <laughs> anyway, guys. And if you have a chance to listen to any of uh, Portishead's other two albums, please do so. They're all great, and they also have a live album. I'm just glad that I a can't... lot of people will hopefully hear this and want to get into this album because it's so goddamn good. I would never want to hear this live. Is that weird? Okay, here's here's the scenario. Look, I understand not wanting to ruin the image of the album that's in your head and your ears already, but I think especially to see Beth Gibbons can still I, do this stuff live is pretty remarkable. Can I tell you the only way I want to hear it live? I want to hear it in like some tiny little like local bar. Like with, you know, less than 100 people. That is the you only... know when you get a time machine and you can go back to like 1994-95 and go to England and see live performances from that era from like small clubs, you go right ahead. Okay, sounds like a plan, Josh. Thanks for checking in with me, guys. Leave your comments down below. What do you want us to listen to? What would you like to hear us talk about? That's available on the YouTube version of this show. If you're listening on iTunes, give us a rating. Five-star ratings are appropriate. Four-star ratings are appropriate. If you give us anything less than that, get out. I don't want you here. You're not allowed to check in at listening. And, hey, if you're listening to this in the future, maybe on Apple Music, if they allow podcasts, you can always go and search up the album you just heard us talk about. Maybe favorite it, save it to your library, share it with your friends, tell people about it, and uh, give, give leave us a review. As Dave said, let us know what you think. Maybe give us some albums to recommend. And, of course... If you guys want to help us out, go over to ForgetBeingCool.com. You can see our upcoming albums, the things we're going to talk about in the future. Get the link to our Spotify Master Playlist where you guys can listen to everything we've talked about and things that are coming up in the future. I'm Dave Moore. That's Josh Weinberg. This has been Listening In on Forget Being Cool. 
For more great discussions, hit that subscribe button or visit forgetbeingcool.com.